Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMO Cast. Uh, thank you for listening each and every week. Um, I'm here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to go over. A lot of just everything across the board. I have a currently a list up right now for the first topic. But um, we got gaming. We got uh, movies, TV, you name it. And obviously, we're going to end with Disney, as we always do. Um, but uh, make sure to go to all of our social media platforms, facebook.com slash FOMOcast, Twitter, FOMO underscore cast, FOMO podcast on Instagram. And then also make sure to go to our YouTube. I'm gonna, I have three unboxing videos I'm going to release over the course of the next week. I'm just waiting to... Um, fine-tune my intro and outro for the um for the channel so i'm excited about that um so it's you know uh some a lot of stuff in the works you know we're gonna keep trying to come to you weekly um but uh i am i've been enjoying this lately we've been getting a lot of good content i mean so much stuff is happening because everyone's preparing for the next year because things are going back to filming. Um, and so we'll lead right into it where um, they re- did release the new dates for uh, the Marvel MCU phase four. Now, one thing was interesting in the article that I read and we shared on our Facebook page, then the Facebook group was that they included two Sony movies in the list because they are Marvel related. And I guess they're wanting to tie them into the universe. Um, but as it sh- states right now, Phase four is going to start with the uh, uh, Black Widow on November 6th, 2020 is when it's supposed to release. Um, And uh, the rumors are is that Tony Stark is alive in this one. So Robert Downey Jr. is getting that money still after everything going on. Um, Then December of this year as well, WandaVision is supposed to show up. So, um, I mean, that would be kind of awesome getting the Mandalorian season two. Uh, we want to we want a trailer Disney. We want a trailer for Mandalorian season two, and then getting WandaVision right after that in December would kind of give us a little you know nice little run there on Disney Plus and just for new content. Um, February twelfth of twenty twenty one, Eternals is supposed to uh, be coming out, so we'll see. That is also another Marvel Studios one. Um, then we also have two shows. We have the What If show and the Loki show, which are supposed to come out in early twenty twenty one. The Loki show um, is supposed to be pretty awesome. It's supposed to touch into basically stuff that happens um, with Loki in um, different events across time. And then What If uh, is animated. And I believe the What If um, is basically, I from what I remember... What if it says explores an animated multiverse where stories which will never happen in the main. So basically some characters will still be alive in this. What if, and it's basically if it went along a different line of stuff. Um, Oh, and on my anniversary, March 19th of 2021, my 10 year wedding anniversary. Looks like we're going to be going to watch Morbius, which is the first Sony release that's coming out. That's one with Jared Leto. Um, It's supposed to be pretty awesome. Vampire based superhero movie. Um, May 7th of 2021, we have the Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Let's hopefully that kill comes out. And then the next uh, Sony one is June 25th, 2021, Venom 2. That one I've been stoked for for a long time. Uh, apparently, it looks like in 2021, sometime we're going to get the Hawkeye show, Miss Marvel, She Hulk, and Moon Knight. 
So that's kind of exciting that we're going to get all of those, hopefully. And then December 17th, 2021, it looks like there's a couple more after that, but that's the last one that we all have been expecting is Spider-Man 3, December 17th, 2021. February 11th of 2022, we have Thor Love and Thunder. March 25th, 2022, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. May 6th, 2022, Black Panther 2. Uh, July 8th, 2022, Captain Marvel 2. And then there's a bunch of them that are not listed. So um, you have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which can't start until James Gunn finishes the Suicide Squad. Apparently, you're going to have Ant-Man 3. Uh, You're going to have a Fantastic Four and X-Men movies coming up soon enough. And then I guess it says Sony has a Spider-Woman and Kraven the Hunter movies on the way, too. So there's just so much crazy oh and mahershala ali is still playing blade for the movie that they're hope to get it by 2023 um so there's so many movies coming out it's not even funny like i'm truly shocked at how many movies they still have planned and i don't know if this lockdown gave them an opportunity to kind of build up on what they plan on doing or maybe they just decided look this is a perfect time for us to finalize everything so we'll see how 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 well it does you know things can change obviously stuff's been getting pushed back quite a bit so we'll see so right now when's the on this what was it phase four when was the last one to come out on phase four was it would you say march 2023 no they don't have anything that's not done yet they don't know 2022 is the last one i think Joel, is the last may 2022 but that's not that that, that's not the end of phase four though because the thing is is they do their phases i don't think it's based on years it's based on content so they have a story they want to complete basically and once they complete that story that's when everything's done so it's more along those lines it doesn't have anything really to do with the actual story of it all it's more about i'm sorry it doesn't the dates as much with the story yeah it's all about the story so and so right now, the farthest one out, you said, was July 2022 or March yep. 2022? July yeah. 2022. That's crazy. And like you said, with a whole bunch more slated um, to come out in you know, the next year after that. Because, what on average, how long does it take to do, you know, let's just take Guardians of the Galaxy 3, for instance. If they start filming today or let's just say january 1 to make it for simplicity's sake you know what they'll be year and a half is that usually what it is before you know I done mean, and if, if they're talking in about it before, before filming uh yeah i think it's usually about a year and a half um i mean i have seen stuff go out be filmed in six months and then be out six months after that a year but it all depends yeah. on how they're doing the editing and things like that yeah but, I mean, let's just, you know, kind of, obviously, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it before day one of shooting. You know, you got the scripts and everything's got to get approved. And then it's like, okay, now it is. Now let's start getting these actors all together. But, I mean, usually, you know, year, a year and a half. So, I mean, that's, even though 2023 or even is a long ways out, I mean, you're thinking, I mean, it's filming in 2022, if not even before, you know, at least a good year before that. So Well, and you got to think too if they do any crossovers, they'll have to they'll be filming a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as yeah. their whatever movie they're filming on, they'll 
you have everything right then and there. Might as well just knock it out and then splice it in. I guess you don't splice film anymore, but you could digitally edit it in wherever you need to. Right, exactly. So, I mean, I'm excited for everything. Um, uh, everything that's going on is going to be kind of exciting just to have the more movies coming out and TV shows. I'm excited for the shows as well. And as we ta- yeah. said last week, shows are coming back. So we are getting some stuff being filmed. So that's kind of exciting. Um, and then in, in other news of stuff, we had a, our first, like, I think real cancellations of a binge watch show. I binged the whole first season and didn't watch the second season, but Netflix has canceled um, Altered Carbon season two after season two. So it's basically uh, two seasons at Netflix has the opportunity to go um, somewhere else. Um, I don't know if you've have you watched Altered Carbon. No, the closest I got was watching the trailer and clicking the <clears throat> add to my list. Uh, so it's on my list. And I think the recommendation came from listen to the um, earlier podcast episodes on it. But it, no, it's never. A fun sh- it's a fun show. It's it's um it's different. It has a scientific or, a, you know, a futuristic background to it. Uh-huh. Um, but so just so people don't know, um there is a great possibility it could end up somewhere else if people want it because they just announced, I think it was today or yesterday, that the show One Day at a Time, which was on Netflix, then got picked up by a third-party network, is going to CBS. So they're legit. They moved from like a no-name network. like It was, a, it was like one of those ones you have to subscribe to, and yeah. it's going to CBS. Like That's a huge move. So... There is not that much content out there, and I know a lot of people are probably afraid of trying to make new content because that's just the way it is. They want, they want to come up with something that's unique, but if they have an opportunity to snag something, they're going to do it. So, oh yeah, well, there's and, a great possibility you could end up on HBO Max or Showtime or Cinemax, something like that. Exactly, and with everyone starting their own, not necessarily streaming service, but like how you, like you said, HBO Max. Um, you know, and now with Peacock and everything like that, there's a lot of uh, different avenues it could go down, especially if there's a demand for it. Uh, and I mean, we've seen that happen multiple times with shows that have gotten, you know, canceled, then or maybe it'll get renewed uh, or renewed on uh, a different platform or even on television, and then come back. It's like, oh man. We uh, we kind of screwed the pooch there, and then come back and get it back on to you know Netflix or whatever whatever it is on that. So just because it's it's done does or canceled doesn't mean that it's completely done with. Well, yeah, one hundred percent. So I mean, we're gonna see we're gonna see what happens with it. I usually say give it I don't know maybe. I say give it a couple of months because then usually once you go through that couple of months, you're going to see what really could possibly happen. So yeah, we'll see what happens, but I think everything else we have, this podcast is positive for the most part. This is the one thing that's kind of negative, but it's kind of whatever. Um, before we go into some gaming stuff, um, well, actually, no, this is, this is gaming. So I'm going to move something up. I don't think, oh, wait, yeah, I'm going to move something up because it, ta- it blends in with this. So we're going to have like a little Witcher section. So <laughs> basically, 
The Witcher they released on Netflix. Apparently, it's 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 out right now. It just dropped. It's a behind the scenes special, so they go through the filming and everything like that. And I thought it was cool. It's really it's really interesting to see that because you're kind of like, man, it's it, it feels eerie. Like, did they know that we were going to be in a lockdown and we weren't going to be able to watch anything? So they had this plan in place where they were going to have content, but no, they're smart. They figured if it was a good enough show, they'd have some content with it. So that's something you can watch this weekend. And then they announced yesterday that the Witcher is getting its own game similar to Pokemon go and the Harry Potter, uh, uh, wizarding game like Pokemon go. And it's going to be called the Witcher monster slayer. And it's announced for Android and uh, iOS. So I was kind of excited by that. The weird thing is, though, is apparently the company that makes the game is very secretive about when they're going to games going to come out. So we don't know anything other than whenever they drop something, it usually comes out pretty soon. So we're just going to wait for that. So I'm I'm excited for it. Um, uh, I like The Witcher. It's really, really, really fun. And... Um, it's just a different kind of show. I heard the second season is going to be a little bit different. So that's I'm, I, the changes that they're supposed to have. I'm kind of excited for We're not going to spoil it because even though season one has been out for a while, I know some people still haven't watched it yet. I haven't finished the first season completely. So I have to go back, but um, the Witcher in general, just, I, I love that concept. So uh, I'm excited for it. Yeah, well, make sure if you're going out there and um, if it's going to be similar to like a Pokemon Go that you are um, when you're playing it, that you are socially distancing, you know, having your mask on. You don't want to get too close to people and thinking you're getting a, a monster, but you get um, a, a something else. Always socially distancing. <laughs> well, I do know in at least in, you know, your neck of the woods and with the Pokemon Go that you have a college campus there. And I know there was a lot of, what was it? Unique or what do they call them? You know, special there ones. Rare, there were some rare, rare ones. Yeah. There were some rare Pokemon there. Um, and yeah, there was a lot, a lot, a lot of people there. Like they were, it was, it was pretty crazy. I mean, people were there on the campus when it first <laughs> came out. There was yeah. a lot. Yeah. I remember seeing, uh, seeing pictures of that and it was, very interesting. Yeah, exactly. To say the least. Exactly. So look for all that Witcher stuff. Um, and so the, the, the moment everyone's been waiting for since last podcast is uh, Tim has been playing uh, PGA 2K21. I believe you were playing last night when I was doing the unboxing videos and you were watching live on Twitch. Yes, I was. So, which if you want to watch me do unboxing videos, I'm going to do those live on Twitch since we don't have really anyone in the studio now for Twitch. I'm going to do unboxings on there and also post to YouTube. Um, but give us a quick overview about uh, wh what you like, what you don't like, and uh, what you were hoping for. But um, maybe you, you were thinking it was going to be bad, but it actually turned out to be good. Um, so pretty much all the reviews that I read and even mentioned on here were pretty spot on, um, to say the least. The one thing, I mean, the game rewards you if you hit the shot well. Um, and if you, obviously using the joysticks, 
But if you and it gives you a white streak, then it kind of has a little gray area on the outside of the the white bar that goes um, up and down, not the power meter bar. And mm-hmm. so if you, you know, it's basically, you know, you hit the best shot if you stay in the white streak or the white bar. And obviously the harder the clubs to hit, the narrower the white bar is. So a beginner club is going to be, you know, bigger than the, I think it's the legend clubs on there, but it gives you a little bit of gray area. So you're not going to hit it as good, but it'll still go straight. Um, You're not going to snap hook it or anything like that. Um, The big thing with the, the uh, meter and everything is a swing calibration. You have to do the swing calibration. If you don't, um, it's, it's going to get taken some use to, uh, but once you do the swing calibration, oh my gosh, night and day, like what everyone says. Uh, and all it is, is you go to settings, do it. You hit 10 balls, just try to hit them. Um, not necessarily as far as you can, but it's more so, uh, you know, it's calibrating your joystick to your swing. So mm-hmm. having the repetitive motion on it, you don't want to go fast and then go slow. You just want the same constant motion that you would hit uh, your clubs with. And I didn't do it in the beginning because I kind of forgot. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I was watching a YouTube video on it and or watching somebody play it. I'm like, oh, man, yeah, I got to do the swing calibration. Did it, went back to the next event. And like I said, n- night and day. Uh, so that's that's great. And like I said, it, it rewards you when you hit good shots or have your swing tempo good. And when you don't, it's it's pretty funny. Obviously, you're, you'll hook it or you'll slice it. But if you're really fast or really slow, I mean, your guy, your player, it will release the hand off of it. And it's almost like he's doing a baseball, King Griffey Jr. baseball swing. I mean, really release it and swing it over his head. It's like, ooh, that, that. That's bad. That's when you know it, you're you're in the trees and pray for a member bounce. Um, but the the other thing is is which I really liked and I've been using a lot is the spin on it. Oh my gosh, uh, I could put basically land the ball almost right next to the hole or just a little in front of the hole, bounce once and check right depending on what club I'm using and what swing type, uh, whether it's a full shot or a pitch shot. Uh, but the spin is, is awesome. Or before you could hide, you know, you having a pitch shot with a low wedge, you should be able to get spin on it, but it still rolls out. Uh, so it's hard where you got to land it, you know, say the pins in the front of the green Well, shoot. I almost have to land it on the fringe just so it could roll up. But on a normal pitch shot with, a uh, 56 degree wedge, you're going to get some spin on it. Uh, so that is, that's great. And I've really liked that uh, aspect of it, but be careful if you got a green sloping towards you and you put some spin on it, uh, it'll catch that and we'll roll right down to the, you know, almost back to your feet on that. Um, the other thing that was mentioned was hitting out of the rough or before on 2019 you'd club up usually once maybe twice if you're in thick rough or Mm -hmm. this one you pretty much unless you're in the first cut uh which is you know still i think they call it light rough 
if you're in heavy rough, you're clubbing up at least two, if not three times. Um, and you're still not getting any type of distance out there on it. Um, so that's, it's just getting used to where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm in heavy rough and I got 75% lie on it. So I know I'm basically, instead of maybe taking a, uh, like a five iron, I'm going to take a three wood because I know I'm not going to get there because of it coming out, but at least I'll advance the ball farther than I would, um, with a four iron. So, and the, and the other nice thing is, which I've been using more so than I ever have is hitting driver off the deck is as long as you get that swing tempo in there, it, it'll go. And I've been on the greens more times than I could count where three woods going to leave me short, but driver off the deck and actually hit it pretty decent. It'll go. And sometimes I may not reach it, but it'll roll up there because of, uh, of using it. Uh, of using the the driver and getting the top spin on it so that's a lot um easier to use um let's i mean that's pretty much it uh creating your guy i mean you could really go to town with creating your guy i mean jawline brow line um facial hair different uh hairstyles uh, receipt, you know, hair lines. I mean, you could, you could make it look just like you with all the options, which is crazy how many options they have on there and to tweak it. And of course they have some preset ones on there where you could choose it and then tweak it a little, uh, a little here, a little there. Um, and then the, the biggest thing that I like is using the clubs uh, or upgrading your clubs because with a lot of the different sponsors on it. So right now I'm using TaylorMade Sim Maxes, and it's crazy where the clubs that I first had when I started out, I could hit my drive, you know, no problem, 300 yards, but it wasn't as forgiving. Where this one, I may only hit it 280, 290, but they're mm-hmm. a lot more forgiving. So it's like, yeah. I'd love to be down there, but if I'm going to spray it a little bit, I'd rather sacrifice some yardage to know that I'm going to be more so in, in the fairway. Um, so that's what I've actually done a couple sponsors on uh, uh, sponsorships on the TaylorMade. That's why I got the clubs. Okay. So. It's fun. The societies are cool. I joined one. There's another one that I need to go in there and join because it's uh, almost like they put on tournaments and everything and you had to do a qualifying tournament and they place you in um, your different groups. So I got to go on there and and find that one, but had no problem with playing uh, any rounds on that. Um, But yeah, there's, there's a lot you could do with it. Um, game plays great. The, um, you could, it's a lot, well, for me, it's a lot easier to save. Like if you have a long putt, they'll do a replay on it. They don't do a replay on all of them, but if it's, Hey, you made this, you know, 20 foot slider down the hill, they'll replay it and you can either press X to skip or square to save. So that's pretty cool. But I mean, other than that, I mean, graphics are good. I'll be curious to see um, 
you know, with it on the PS5, if it's going to be a really big difference or if it's going to be, ah, eh, you know, there is a difference, but it's nothing to write home about. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's that's pretty much um, about it. Uh, oh, and you have your. Uh, oh, what do you call them? Guys that you uh, that you play against. And it's cool that it's you're playing against all the pros. So the leaderboards are, you know, I think right now I'm in second place behind uh, Deshambo, And then you got Kutcher in there. Uh, Justin Thomas was was up there. I think he he beat me because I choked on the last hole uh, on the previous one. So it's cool going up uh, against them and actually seeing their names versus on 2019. It was like R. Owen. You know, it's first letter mm-hmm. of the name and then a last name, and you would have no clue who they were because they're just. I'm sure they're probably producers or you know guys that worked on the game, but um, where this one you actually get the the name of them so that's pretty that's pretty cool um but yeah no all, all in all i'm glad i i bought it shoot saturday all day that's pretty much what i was playing and i did the q school route to corn ferry tour i didn't go straight to the uh to the pga since that way it gives me extra reps and and that was fun got to grind it out uh through that so i mean all in all i'm happy uh, I mean, like I said, probably the biggest takeaway for me on this, if maybe you're on, you know, the border of, of getting it or not, uh, was that you could put spin on the ball and know that you're going to get spin uh, and the swing calibrator. I mean, if, if you don't do that, that's that's game changer right there. And obviously there's a reason why they put it in there. So, I mean, those would be the two two biggest things for me and you know pretty much glad that i that i bought the game been like i said i was playing as you were doing your live stream yesterday on twitch that's what i was actually it was funny before then i was watching there was another guy that i uh follow and he was playing they were streaming on twitch and they were playing he was playing a buddy in pga 2k21 but the connection wasn't that great and then I saw you pop on, so I switched over, uh, switched over to you as I was playing, playing golf. So it was, it was pretty. Make cool. sure to look the, look for those videos, which I do mention Tim in because Tim was asking questions while I was filming my videos. And yeah, uh, we'll we'll have you play for a couple weeks and see how you like. Just because I know some people, sometimes the game changes for them. I don't think it's going to change for you. Um, but uh, if you guys are playing any game right now that you want us to take a look at, because I'm pretty sure we got access to any a lot of them, uh, let us know at Facebook.com/slash FOMOcast, Twitter FOMO underscore Cast, and FOMO Podcast on Instagram. Uh, next, we'll go to our little um, Call of Duty section. Uh, the big news, obviously, was the reveal trailer for Black Ops, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. But first, um, they are, are going to be getting Call of Duty uh, zombies in Warzone. I don't know how they're going to play it in that. I know people have been begging for um, for the zombies in Warzone. So once we learn more, but I figure we'd mention it because it is kind of a big deal because zombies is Call of Duty's thing. Like the original games, that's what you did was you played zombies, and it was just like it was it was revolutionary. Um, did, did you ever did you ever play a lot of zombies? No, because I came in 
I started playing at World at War, and that was the worst um, zombies one they had. Was World at War? Yeah, I could. I I played it a couple times with some buddies, and I just could never get into it. I mean, thankfully the buddy that I played with was really good at it, but I just I don't know what it was. I just couldn't could never get could never get into it. I couldn't figure it out. I didn't like it. It was it didn't feel fun to me. Um, but yet, um, uh, I'm still getting my butt kicked in Call of Duty right now. So whatever, uh, not <laughs> but great. The, but but that so on this one with the zombies, the mode description I thought was pretty interesting because I don't. It's not going to be your like you said your normal zombies. So on the mode description, it says players turn into zombies on death, but yes. can become human. By consuming fallen players' hearts. So you could you die, you turn into a zombie, but if you eat, you know, a, another fallen player's heart, you'll turn back right back into um to human. So it probably means or what was it, Warzone, you had the gulag, or that mm-hmm. will quote unquote kind of be like the gulag, where I'm sure you have a time frame, hey, you need to find a heart by this time or you're done or, you know, eat one heart and it kind of turns you halfway, maybe eat two. I, I don't know how it is, but I thought that was interesting where I think before in the other zombies, you were pretty much dead unless a buddy came and revived you. But then most of the times, if you're dead, it means there's a whole bunch of zombies around you. So, um, yeah. So, and this, it might be an, another thing that I read that it'll come out with, uh, or it doesn't say when it'll come back, but it you know it could be soon. It could be later because they say the season five of Warzone ends on October fifth, so it might come out with the with the next season of that, or uh, especially where they're saying with the Call of Duty Cold War that next season might start to transition into more of a of a Black Ops theme with the with the Cold War coming out. Yeah, and I know, so uh, I've been playing Modern Warfare. Um, I've actually been playing on mobile and on... Um, so I've been playing Call of Duty Mobile, and then I've been playing the Call of Duty Modern Warfare multiplayer. And they do have an infection mode, infected mode, where basically you start out as a person with a gun, and when you get infected, all you have is a knife, and you're running around trying to kill people with guns with a knife. I'm oh, super really? confused by it. Yeah, I, 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 got, I got put in on accident. I don't know what happened, but it is <laughs> what it is. Um, now, how did you... So you want to hear how I saw the trailer for the new Call of Duty? How did you see the trailer? So, um, basically, uh, Connor from ConCon's Canteen, I want to give him a shout-out for telling me. He goes, hey, dude, the, the trailer drops at 10 a.m. Go follow this streamer. And I'm like, all right. So I go follow him. Because it came and, out during uh, in Warzone, right? Yeah, and so they were streaming Warzone, and basically you were looking for like I think it's Lieutenant Woods, who was in the first Black Ops. Uh huh. Well, you don't know that's what's going to happen. So basically, they have to uh, decipher this code. So this team, there's these dudes playing together, and they decipher it, and they're going, "We got to find it. We got to find it." And they're like, "Oh my gosh, what are we going to do?" So they're running around. They finally find it. They go, "Okay, we got to go over here." So they run and they fly over there. And they have eight seconds left, and one of the dudes finds Woods and finds the special gun. And they're shooting people that are dropping into the parachutes and stuff. Well, then all of a sudden, 
it goes to a nuke mode where all of a sudden you look behind you and all these nukes are launching and you have to run to the stadium. You have no weapons or nothing. You're just running to the stadium and they're uh-huh. sprinting to the stadium. And when they get in there, it starts getting all fuzzy and fuzzy. And then it trips over and it started playing the, the trailer. It was so cool watching yeah, it. Like awesome. I know I wouldn't do good in it. Warzone is not my jam. <laughs> I'm better at multiplayer. Warzone is really weird to me, but I do like they integrate together. So that's fine. But it was just really cool because that's why I started watching Twitch was because Connor was like, yeah, man, you can find something you're really into and you just just watch them stream. And, you know, um, I like streaming when I had the TV hooked up in here with the games. It was fun because I was playing games on Twitch and people were asking you questions. So I might try and do it with Call of Duty. I don't know yet. I don't have a very good setup for that, but it was just really cool watching it live. So like I was one of the first people seeing it with everybody else who was was watching the streams. So it was just really cool. I love the concept. I love the idea. Um, the gameplay footage is is so so detailed, um, and it looks like one of the first um, actual like game the campaigns that I'm I'm looking forward to playing just because of how everything's going on and the music. It it was all around. It was an excellent show by Activision. And um, I, I just can't wait to see what they do and how they do integrate this one um, with the Warzone uh, aspect. And they, what they did, well, this is kind of cool. So if you pre-ordered it, which I pre-ordered the Ultimate Edition, um, you got the Woods skin for multiplayer right now, current. So it automatically downloaded. And you got a rifle right off the get-go. And... The thing that I liked about it is, is when you pre-order the ultimate, whenever the console of your choice comes out, you automatically can upgrade it to that new console. So you will get it for your upgraded console. So if you get the the Xbox Xbox Series X, or if you get the PlayStation Five, you're gonna have it for both of them, which I thought was awesome. I do think it's kind of not cool that it's only if you get the ultimate. But I mean, what's up with dude? I got the ultimate because I wanted the skins and I wanted the guns, and then I ended up changing the guns anyways because I got a better one after the fact, so it didn't even matter. <laughs> but it was one of those things. I'm like, hey, let's go ahead and do it. So, um, so how how, how, how did you? Uh, well, go ahead. Well, on on that aspect, how you're saying where you could upgrade um, by buying the ultimate edition once the like you said the new platform of your uh, your liking comes out or whichever one you buy. How much more was it than the normal game? Because what's a normal game? 50, 60 59, bucks? 99. Yes, yeah, I should know because I bought PGA. It's eighty nine ninety nine for the Ultimate Edition. Okay, but, so but so it thir- comes so with. Thir- I'll tell you right now, it comes with other stuff though. But I mean, for thirty dollars more, you could play it when it drops, um, and you could upgrade it. So they're not saying, hey, you got one shot at this. If you buy it for PS4, PS5 comes out, you got to spend another 60 bucks on it. Or for an extra 30 bucks, you could play it on, like you said, your PS4, your Xbox. Uh, I don't know what Xbox current one is um, out right now. And like you said, when you get the new when the new console comes out, hey, boom, you already paid basically only paid 30 bucks for it to get it on your new console and i mean that's coming with all the uh, the bells and whistles that playing with it in the new new console as far as you know graphics and 
all the all the internal guts with the uh, hardware on the console. So I'll tell you right now. So the ultimate edition, um, it comes with the game, and it comes with one, two, three, four content packs, and then it comes with the land, sea, and air pack. This is on the Xbox, mind you. Mm-hmm. And the land, sea, and air pack. Um, you get three operator skins, three vehicle skins, and three weapon blueprints. So that is kind of, I mean, that's cool. You got to think in, in the game point system, that is pretty yeah. worth it. Which I am new to Xbox, I've been playing on Xbox, so I, I just changed it up. So they do have content packs, which are weird because it's contains Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War content. So they download it in sections, which I think is kind of cool. And it automatically downloads Warzone first in the content pack, which is pretty cool. Um, and you also, when you pre-order, okay, so here you go. Pre-order any digital edition and receive early access to open beta, the iconic operator Frank Woods, and an assault rifle weapon blueprint for immediate use in Call of Duty Modern Warfare and Call of Duty Warzone. The ultimate edition is, is, is full of packs, so... So it's basically this is actually kind of cool. So this is cross gen. So I, technically, I can play Tim on PlayStation with this. Um, so and this one does says it includes the Xbox One and Xbox Series X version when it launches. It has the um, land, sea, and air pack. It has the three operator skins, three vehicle skins, three weapon blueprints. It also has the battle pass bundle, which mm. basically means you get the one season battle pass plus. Uh, 20 tier skips and then you get oh, the confrontation man. weapons pack so you get it, a lot out of that for $30 more you get a lot out of it for $30 and I mean it's I'm I'm kind of shocked at how much you get out of it extra and yeah. I'm going to see right now what you get because pre-order now it won't let me pre-order oh because I'm in that so and I'll see because I think the PlayStation's the same but like you know for those that haven't played it before, I mean, I love, I love this. I mean, the game is is one of the best there is out there, and the contents are great. The stories are decent enough. Um, oh, so this is funny. Wow. So I'm looking up the uh, PlayStation Network one. So basically, you get everything the same. It looks like, um, yeah, it's basically all the same except what we were going to talk about is that it's early access, open beta. It says first on PS4. So PS4 yeah. will be getting it first on beta, um, and there is rumors there are going to be some exclusives that are only for Sony because they have a partnership with Sony. Um, so I was kind of like, yeah, you know, I, I don't know if I want to get on that. But you know what? I have a PlayStation 2 as well. Um, I'm thinking about mounting that one in my living room as well. So I have one on each side. So I can have, you know, just a, a little cool little setup like that. But Go, go back and forth. Go back and forth because the PlayStation has always been my go-to because MLB The Show is my go-to gaming system. A game, game. But I think that they're going to start making it for multiple. So it's kind of be like going to be like, well... You know, there's no point in keeping it because that's the only reason why I was keeping it in reality. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, but Tim did hear some leaks. So for the next five minutes, don't, you know, ignore this if 
you don't want to hear leaks but um what have you heard um what have you heard about leaks for the game itself well just one last quick thing before we go there yeah did you notice that all the gameplay footage shown was from the ps5 yes so i thought that was a buddy of mine brought that's, that up that's, which... that's not accurate that's not accurate it has the PlayStation 5 logo on it. And that's because they have a deal with PlayStation. So the gameplay was probably from a PlayStation 4 or from... Oh, I thought it, I thought it said uh, no, actual it, footage it, from PS5. It might be, but they're going to be very, very close in graphics. And I have, oh, a yeah, feeling, yeah. I have a feeling they only did that was because they have an exclusive deal with PlayStation. Yeah, well, I mean, which makes sense. Um, I mean, you want to, to get that, but... I know a buddy of mine brought that up. I'm like, oh, you know what? I didn't. I I noticed it, but was I mean, I wasn't really focusing in on that. But yeah, like like you said. Um, so when I was looking at the trailers, an article popped up um, actually on my Google Chrome page uh, about leaks from Black Ops Cold War. And of course, like anything, these are rumors, leaks. Some could be true, some could not be, or all of it could be just be nothing. So I'm going to preface that by saying, you know, by saying that right now. So this was from um, guy's name was Charlie Intel. So I'll, I'll give make sure I got to give credit where credit is due. Well, and, and so those that don't know, there's a lot of people out there that they get these quote unquote leaks. And everyone, like, just takes their word for it. But there are significant amount of ones that they legitimately will leak something. Or they'll talk about a leak. And they're right 100% of the time. Every game you can think of. Not just one game. A lot of games. So, take these with a grain of salt. But they're pretty consistent. Oh, yeah. And it's, I mean, it's like anything. Any company does it. Or they'll put four leaks out there. Three of the four are true. But you don't know which one isn't true. You know? Right. Uh, so, but well, I mean, I got a, you know, a, a full page here bullet pointed out. So I'll just go through it really quick. Stop me if you want to talk about anything or, or whatnot. So let's go. Um, like I said, so these are, you know, will be added to the game is what he says. There'll be two factions, CIA versus um, Spetsnaz. I'm sure I butchered that. Um, EKIA is back like back, Black Ops 4. Boots on the ground movement is similar to Black Ops Four and Black Ops Four, and has sliding. There is also slide canceling, which I thought is interesting, and I would be curious to see how that would work. Um, health is at 150, like Black Ops Four, but TTK is faster than Black Ops Four. Full auto health regeneration, no stim. So that's you know a shout uh, shout out to going back to there. Even though I kind of like the stim. Um, normal mini map is back. Dead silence is a perk. It was not a perk, uh, <clears throat> in Since a modern warfare, from... right? Yeah. Well, and I guess it was saying it wasn't a perk in a build from several months back. So it looks like that. I, I don't know what that means, but kind of was that it wasn't there before. And now it is, is what I could ga gauge. So, mm -hmm. um, and I know dead silence I know I think they had to nerf it a little bit when it first came out because you were literally dead silent and you could I mean, which isn't the the reason for it, but I guess it was it worked too well. I, I know there was a lot of complaints about it. There was yeah. a lot of complaints, yeah. Yep, it, exactly. 
Um, field upgrades are back. The following known trophy system and proximity mine. So that's good. Uh, two maps are known, a Miami club setting one and a desert open map that has ammo crates. So I'm sure that'll be a, a bigger, bigger map. Which, which they showed that one on the war zone on the trailer. They showed that map on the trailer when they were riding through in the Jeeps in the desert. That okay. was in the trailer. Yeah. So I saw that one. So I know that one's probably confirmed. Was that one? Yep. Um, ground war 12 v 12, uh, map with three ships that are connected with zip lines. So that one, that, that'll be fun. Uh, <clears throat> it says swimming mechanics are back like black Ops three and four. So you could swim. There are no specialists score streaks are returning, but with the twist, they work with multiplayer for kill streaks, uh, streaks that are known so far UAV. VTOL, Chopper Gunner, Cruise Missile, Napalm Strike, and Artillery Strike. Um, modes, Hard Point, and it has an arrow to show you where the next Hard Point is. Kill Confirmed, VIP, which is kind of like Safeguard in Ground War. Um, that's a repeat one. Confirmed Guns, ARs, uh, M16A2, and AK5. SMG, an Uzi-style gun, MP5, and the AK-74U. Um, additional type of guns, uh, Type 63, Stoner 63, Type 15, and Colt Commando. Sniper, M40. So for loadouts and attachments, um, similar to Black Ops 4, but not as many as Modern Warfare. There's a hybrid pick 10 and modern warfare style where you get, where you still get five attachments on all guns, mm -hmm. three perks and one perk that can add an extra attachment. Which so, I do. I do like the fact that, cause I remember when I first played, you would just max out a gun and you were just kind of like, all right, well this way, like if you are in close combat and some of the areas where you're doing a lot of your contact inside, you can change the attachments to better suit what your thing, and you can have yeah. the multiple the same weapon with different attachments. So I do like that addition to what I've been playing so far in Modern Warfare multiplayer and Warzone. Yeah, and then one last little quick thing. This is from a different guy, the Gaming Revolution, on his Twitter handle, and at the end of this article, he describes it uh, the game as if Black Ops Two and Black Ops Four had a baby. And I guess that from everything that I read on that and what he said, he even said that Gaming Revolution, that he couldn't, how do you put it? He couldn't say anything, but he's seen the multiplayer um, of it. And he said, it's, it's awesome. So it sounds it, like... And, and it's going to be a direct sequel to Black Ops 1, which is weird for it to come out after first two four. but you know it, four, it, yeah you know two you know it's coming after one and it's bef it's before two and yeah so it is kind of it's different but you know it is what it is i'm i'm excited for it i can't wait to play it i'll probably be playing it as soon as it drops so i'm really excited for that one yeah no and like anything like i say with it uh, you know, I like to wait to see, especially with the beta content, but even sometimes with that, they could really change it depending on the feedback that they get from it. 
but Which, I, that's what I that's what you I would always tell everybody take it with a grain of salt when you're doing the beta because they change yeah. they do change a lot of stuff because they figure things that work they figure things that don't so that's kind of what you get it's, you're relying on is whether or not it's it's you know what I mean yeah and that's the whole reason for the beta hence it's B beta it's not the alpha game it's the beta game um but i mean that's the best thing about the beta is usually if there's something that everyone complains about they get on it and they fix it and especially this they've been waiting years to come out with this all initial reviews say that hey it is worth it i mean even if you didn't like it no you got to give this one um a try so and especially with it you know, PlayStation having the the early access to the beta and then open it up to everyone else. And with it being able where you could get the ultimate pack and being able to upgrade once you get uh, or, you know, once or when you get the new system, whether Xbox or, or PlayStation on it. I mean, there's there's the reason right there to to get it. So um, I'll be excited to see, especially multiplayer, because that's probably what I usually only play i think the last campaign i played was like world at war um and i don't even think i completed it the whole way through uh it'll be interesting what the multiplayer play multiplayer trailers will have on it because there you could see a lot more of the the perks and the um streaks that they get because they always start actually on that on the one thing you see on the trailer that they had the uh, rc car again that he flew uh, yes. up, that he yes. uh, drove up, that run, dude, RCXD, that's taking me back right there. So, <laughs> um, I'll, I'll be, like I said, I'll be definitely, uh, probably buying it. I don't know if I will get it when I get, you know, PlayStation 4 first and then get it or get the ultimate pack. I, that, that road has yet to be, to be crossed, but it'll, I'll eventually get it. I just don't know when. Well, let us know uh, where you're playing it at, uh, for those of you that do get it, because uh, maybe we'll add you on there and play some rounds with you, uh, and it should be some fun. Um, and before we go on to, we have a couple more before we end. We're going long tonight for sure. Um, the PS5 is rumored to be releasing basically the same date this game comes out, November 12th. I tend to they say November 12th because they used to do midnight releases, and then they became 9 p.m. releases, so November 12th. The game drops November 13th, and the PS5 is rumored to be $500 for the physical, you get the disc edition, and then $400 for an all-digital version. Now, for me personally, if the $400 version is the same size as the digital, uh, the the digital version is the same uh, hardware size as the physical disc edition, I would rather buy the $400 all-digital one and buy a hard drive for $100 than I would to actually yep. buy the $500 one. And then, cause it's the people fail to realize the disc still has to download a significant amount onto the system itself. So um, we'll see what happens. That's usually about the time that they do come out. Usually it's the first week of November ish. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. Um, th- that's funny that you say that I actually had a, uh, I added onto that. Uh, which edition would you get? So you just answered that a hundred percent the form. Cause it sounds so look, I, I mean, I already download everything. And this is a crazy part. Even an Amazon, you can order, you can pre-order the, the code, you can get the code. So why wouldn't you just get the code 
and save you all that money because you can get yeah. the code that gives you all. Because I, I do know, like, so GameStop will have a certain perk, or they used to. I don't know if they still do anymore because they're not doing much business. Yeah. Then you have the Walmart version, the Target version. Yep. They have different yep. versions that have different perks sometimes, and I get that. You want to get that extra stuff. You know, you buy it from here, and you get extra coins. I always yep. used to do that with GameStop and MLB The Show because MLB The Show, they usually gave you in-game coins to use when you pre-ordered it through them. Yep. But now you can pre-order it through Amazon through a code, and it'll give you all those perks right off the get-go. And now most of the consoles are the same. Pre-order now, and you'll get this free skin or this free theme. So... You know, PlayStation alone, I had to delete like 30 themes off my PlayStation just to download <laughs> the Ghost of Tsushima because I had so many themes that was taking everything up. Yeah. So I think digital is the way to go. I think they're going to um, uh, change a lot, you know, just because I think I think everything's going to go to all digital eventually. Yep. I think this is a perfect precursor to do that. And it was crazy because I was looking for um, kind of putting around on my Amazon wish list. Uh, portable hard drives just looking around to see what it is for you know right now I have the playstation 4 um but looking because oh what is it the ps5 is going to have the ssd the hard drive on it yeah so because uh, ps4 has got the hdd or hhd or something like that so so it's confusing. I can't remember, but they're going to well, have ports. So I, both of them can have an external hard drive. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Apparently, I think Xbox is going to have the option to have an actual card that can go into the machine that can oh. save data. So, but it can't be that big because I've seen people before, and if you see like they're crazy expensive if you get the small little cards that go in to save. So I think, yeah, on. on uh, depending on size because we don't have prices or nothing like that so i can't truly say what it would be but you know I, i'm excited for both consoles because it means everything's getting better um quality is getting better uh i do have a 4k tv so i'm looking forward to playing one of those on yeah on there is going to be fantastic yeah well the re reason i bring bring it up is I, I think the playstation 5 is the ssd the solid state one yes. um solid state drive so you obviously you could buy external hard drives. We all know that, but the you know the the normal ones that you get and or you could get you know five terabytes for I don't know fifty bucks or something like that. It's the same. I, I think it's like I said HHD or HDD, whatever it is. It's what the PlayStation Four has right now. But there was one that I saw, and of course it was a website they recommended it. Um, a solid state SSD drive, and it was only like 125 bucks more um, to get that type of hard drive, which is what the PlayStation 5 already has. So mm -hmm. for basically $25 more than buying the actual disc version, one for the PS5, you could get, and I forgot how big the memory was on it, but you're going to have, I mean, it was at least one terabyte, uh, it could have been, you know, three to five, but you could get that. It's going to be faster speeds to get it, you know, from the portable hard drive onto it. So because it has that SSD on it and, you know, there you there you go. Uh, so you could on the digital one really get that and not ha and have plenty of room and still have that uh, faster uh, drive on it that the playstation 5 is is already using so but like i said with 
when we were talking earlier with it, I was debating back and forth between the digital version and the actual physical disc, disc version. I was thinking in the digital version, but then I downloaded 2K21 on uh, digitally. So that way, when I woke up Friday morning, it was already done. Or when I got home from work Friday morning, it was already loaded up, ready to go. But for some reason, when I was doing societies and, and playing um, online through the society golf course, it was lagging pretty, pretty good. I mean, noticeably, it took me longer to, like I was telling you, get to my ball than actually hitting my ball. And that could mm-hmm. just be, you know, like you said, they came out with an update. It could have fixed it. It could have just been one of those. I've done it once, so I don't have, you know, a big uh, polling place to to bring it from. So right, I'm sure right. I'll do it. I'm do it again this weekend. But if it, I mean, I had no complaints with it up until I really was playing pretty much online because the society, you join the society, they make their own uh, schedule, and you're playing a golf course that another guy has created. So you're kind of pulling that. It's almost like you're streaming it. So there's a lot going on there or a lot happening. So, but you know, I I have no reason not to get the, the digital version, especially like you said, hook it up to, you know, hundred dollar hard drive. Boom. Now I got, like you said, if it has the same storage as the $500 one, um, now I just upgraded the storage on it and there there you go i mean until i and and my big thing was i don't care like i usually do delete like the only game i don't delete off my my system is like mlb the show like Uh once i'm done playing it even if i don't finish it i'm just done playing it and i do know um once you've bought it through the PlayStation Store, I know it's still available for download. You'll lose your save data sometimes, but it's available for download. So I'm like, you know, it's a it's a very feasible option. And like you said, um, it's it's one of those things where you're like, you you do plan it out. You look at it and go, yeah, I'm better off doing this than than buying the other one. It just it's it makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Well, and if you get the if you buy it on Amazon, you get the code. You don't have to worry about you know, Amazon delivering it on your front doorstep, it getting stolen, it getting delayed, and then having, you know, okay, perfect, I got the game in my hand. And we all know, and you've said it multiple times, you put that game in, you still got to download, there's going to be an update, it's got to download whatever data onto the PlayStation, and then mm-hmm. you got to do the, the update, and heaven, hopefully there's, it's just a game update, and not a system update that they come out with. So, I mean, unless you got some super fast internet, you're going to be sitting there for half hour, 45 minutes, maybe even more um, in the hour range to it. Even though you got it at nine o'clock, I'm not going to be able to play it until 10, 30, 11, because everything's got a, the update or like you said, with getting it digitally, it's pushed out there and it's ready to go. It actually, when you pre-order it, I've had it on PlayStation 4 when I'm literally waiting for the game, or one time I checked it for some weird reason, and it yeah. was already it was already downloading it the night before, and I just you couldn't access it until 9 p.m. on that night. So yeah, um, we'll see what happens. One of us will get one of the systems, and we'll see how they compare, you know, and then we'll we'll see we'll go from there. Um, we always usually end it with Disney. I have a couple. I'm gonna switch them up because I I'm an idiot and I saw there's some Disney stuff mixed in with some DC stuff. So um, the first DC thing I want to talk about is the Snyder Cut is gonna be four hours long, 
and they're going to release it on HBO Max in four one-hour parts, but it is designed to where you can watch it as a movie or as episodic, which means that's going to be insane because they're going to have to cut it. I mean, that's probably what's taking so long. I did see a story today that um, uh, Snyder said that when they told him the movie needed to be uh, two hours or less, he thought that they were joking. And that's why he went so long on the film. So I heard from all the first looks, it looks amazing. I'm going to watch it. Like I, I've been catching up and everything. So I've, I've been watching, I'm caught up on umbrella Academy. I'm on the current season that just released. I'm watching doom patrol in between. I'm literally watching like an episode of each when I, before I go to bed to try and catch up, I'll play a couple rounds of call of duty. watch a couple episodes, play some red dead redemption, <laughs> play some halo five. I mean, I'm just doing it all I'm doing unboxing videos at the same time, but I will say that everything I've been seeing and hearing is that the Snyder cut looks fantastic. And I mean, how would you feel if you created a movie, you had a family tragedy, they pull you off of it, they change it. You don't think that you're ever going to see the light of day. The movie is. And then all of a sudden people chant for it and it shows up and it's probably going to do way better than the regular justice league movie, which I personally did enjoy. That's the thing for me is when I go to the movies, I don't watch a movie to not have fun. There's only one movie I've hated and I was thought was just dumb. And it was the movie Mr. Wrong. And that was with Ellen DeGeneres. And um, who's the dude that uh, is it Bill Pullman that played the president in uh, Independence Day? Yeah, I think so. So and if you haven't watched it, it's from the 90s. My dad picked this one to go on a family movie day. And basically... He breaks his finger to prove how much he loves her. And it was just the worst movie ever. Since that movie, I can find holes and plot holes and things like that. But I still enjoy the movie. And I enjoyed Justice League. I enjoyed Batman v Superman. But if I watch this new one and it just blows away Justice League, then you have an issue. Because guess what? There's like how many shows, how many movies have been redone? I mean, like the Solo movie was supposed to be done by... Was it... um, uh, what's that? I can't remember their name. The two guys, uh, Lord and um, uh, I can't remember their name now. But they they were supposed to do it, and what what happens? They didn't film any of or much of it. I don't think they filmed a little bit, but they refilmed a lot of it. So who knows if this is going to start having? Because what's what's the worst that can happen? I I guarantee Zack Snyder offered to recut it, so they're just let him do it. So. It's just one of those things. I, I'm just I'm I'm hopeful for it. I'm gonna watch it for sure. And fingers crossed the next time we talk about it, it's out and it's amazing. Well, and it just goes to show you what you know the public I don't want to say backlash, but outcry and here you go. I mean, there was enough there to get this to come out, and it's not gonna be, oh hey, here's you know, another my original movie, two hours. It's four hours long. I mean, The yep. Godfather, I think, is three hours. But like you said, the cool thing about this is you can watch it for one-hour episodes or you know, watch it at, as a movie. So that's, uh, that's pretty cool. I, I wish a, you know, some, some movies or maybe even documentaries would, uh, would do it that way where that way, hey, I'm just going to sit down and watch the whole thing uh, and have a good flow. I mean, it's got to have a good flow to it. It can't just be... Okay, 
uh, you know, like on Netflix were, are you still watching or next episode will begin in, you know, five, four, three, two, one. It's yeah. got to have flow to it. So like you said, I'm sure that's another reason why it's taking so long. And just uh, to your point, it was Phil Lord and Chris Miller was for solo original directors. Okay. Yes. So, and so it, it, I'm okay. Um, I'm okay with, uh, with basically people saying, Hey, we want to see it, but I'm worried that this is going to lead to people being like, Oh, we want this, we want that. And then it's going to start creating issues. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, yeah, you you have to almost have to pick and choose which movies you want to want to do it. And this one, it seemed like that it was going to, uh, you know, be the the first one to to really do it. And like you said, it's tragic to you know what happened with the with the backstory of a, of what happened. Uh, and everyone was like, well, we still want to see what was going on. There was all this hype up for it, so. Uh, you know, hopefully, and you have Henry Cavill's mustache. Exactly right. Um, you know, hopefully it, it really does well. But in doing that, you know, hope it's not something that happens all the time, or or you know, yeah, it really, really does it. So, and then along those same lines, um, I'm gonna skip it. I'm gonna skip this the one that's DC first. Cause I want to talk about that one a little bit, but um, did you watch the new wonder woman trailer? I did not knowing that it was a new trailer, to be honest, dude, um, dude, dude, it looks, I, I am shocked. Kristen wig. I did not know how she was going to do it. I did not know. I'm like, she's a comedic actress. What is she? She looks phenomenal in it. She looks ridiculous. Like it looked like, like, I she was in Bridesmaids and I was thinking well she, there is a part where she's being kind of jokingly like driving by the guy that she wants to be her boyfriend but she has a serious moment in that movie and the seriousness that you see from her where she has that the just the way she she acts in it, it the trailer alone I'm so stoked for Wonder Woman 84 um and I do. I, I've heard rumors about how everything happens because the characters are established characters. So I'm just super stoked for it. The trailer looked great, um, but I'm not as excited for it as I'm excited for the Flash movie if it ever happens. Because they have confirmed um, that Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck are both going to be back for. Uh, playing Batman in the Flash movie, which for those who don't know is at some point the Flash gains the ability to travel between dimensions to or not dimensions to different worlds because there's multiple Earths in the DC universe. So they're gonna have at least them two right there. So I'm excited for that. Um, and also, um, I was freaking out a little bit because I love. I love, 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 love the new trailer for Batman. So for those who don't know, the Batman trailer came out. Um, they have said um, that it takes place in the second year of Batman. Um, so it's the second year of him being Batman. And then the Gotham PD show on HBO Max will take place the first year of him being Batman. So 
The trailer looks phenomenal. They only have 25% of the movie filmed. So that's incra- it's crazy how much footage they got for it. And Colin Farrell looks nothing like himself as the Penguin. And they have confirmed <laughs> that is him playing the Penguin. And he looks insane. Insane. You know what I mean? It, it, it was just, it was so good. Everyone's hating on it because he looks all emo. He looks all goth. And I'm like, you know what? He's be- He's playing a young kid, basically. It's like his first... Like, you know, his first go at being Batman. So I think it's perfect the way they have it. Yeah. Well, and I mean, the Penguin is, I mean, even when you go back to like Danny DeVito, it he is gothy. I mean, it, Penguin's white and black. Well, no, they're saying that Robert Pattinson is too gothy. Oh, yeah. But I mean, that's how... You, I mean, if you want to get it to you know this day and age, and looking at it how, how it how everything's being made nowadays, that's really the only way to do it to make them look you know hip or cool or h- however you want it to go. Or I mean, Danny DeVito look you know nasty. No, ma- and- no, matter, no matter what happens, people are gonna bash it because it's Robert Pattinson, and they don't feel like um, they don't feel like he's made for this for the job and i'm like look as long as they don't have nipples on the outfit like they did with george clooney's batman which was ridiculous and it's the worst (laughs) batman ever i mean you can't go wrong um and i i i'm excited for it i've seen him in a couple of um of serious movies before that aren't like twilight and stuff like that but i also like the fact that they're kind of not showing much. They give you a little, a little hint at what's going on, um, but they don't go too deep, but it does seem like the Batman is trying to fight crime and it's not working well. And that's what leads to everything that's going on in it. And um, I'm also super excited because um, the person playing commissioner Gordon is Jeffrey Wright, who was in Westworld, and I love him as an actor as well. He's amazing in Westworld. I think it's great. Um, I did like you get a little sneak peek of Catwoman from the back, and she has the little cat ears, and they're not like they're not distinct. They just look like oh, she's got little buns on her sides of her head, and it's leaving little points in there. So it gets <laughs> you a little hint, like it's all of them in the beginning. So I'm super excited and. Fingers crossed, you know, they don't screw it up. Because if they screw it up, then I'm going to be devastated. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll have to, I haven't looked at the uh, at the trailer yet. Like I said, with the Wonder Woman one, the reason I kind of stumbled upon that is, once again, playing PGA 2K21. And, you know, it has the autoplay. And that was in between, you know, me and a couple of videos that I was watching. I just happened to, wasn't paying attention. I looked down, I'm like, what's going on? That looks like Wonder Woman. And I thought it was because the wife was watching, was it Wonder Woman the other night or a movie that she was in? And I thought it was something that had to do with that. And then at the end, it said, you know, the 84. I'm like, oh, no, that's the new one. But it was, I thought it looked fine. But yeah. I'll, have to, I'll, I'll have to look at the new Batman one. Well, yeah, you, you'll like it. The new Batman one is pretty good. Um, but the one thing there's 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 two things we have left to talk about. Three things we've left to talk about. Um, one's kind of minor. Um, Captain Marvel two is set to begin filming next year in the UK. 
So um, I have a strong feeling that they're going to start using the technology they used to film the Mandalorian and now the Obi-Wan series. I have a feeling they're going to start using that mm-hmm. for recording because they do have some of that set up at Pinewood Studios in the UK. Um, so the last two Disney things, there's, these are kind of big. So, Well, did you before you want to go on that, did you see the, the new Tremors trailer? I didn't. Oh, I forgot about that. I didn't actually get to watch it. Did you get to watch it? Yeah, it's so, you got you got to watch it. It's fun. Really, it's that yeah. good. It's now it, now are they are they going for the horror aspect or are they trying to stick with that kind of horror comedy? Because they were pretty funny in with the Kevin Bacon one. You know, they were pretty yeah. funny in that one. So I, I definitely say horror comedy. Um, okay. It's an interesting take on the movie. They're on an island now. And it has, uh, and the reason why I say horror comedy is it's got Napoleon Dynamite in it, John Heater. And yeah. at 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 the end of, at the end of the trailer, it's you know a little uh, you know comedic take take on it, and I thought it it was pretty funny. But um, like I said, I just watched it really quick. I think uh, one of the guys is in it from the the original one, kind of the main guy. Um, the dude with I, the elephant gun. Yeah. Yep. And I could, I mean, I've, I've watched trimmers a couple times. My wife is the one that really watched it, uh, more so than me, but it was interesting to see that, uh, Napoleon dynamite was in it. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And I mean, he's not one, I mean, he's not playing a Napoleon dynamite esque role or a blades of glory role. It's like you said, he's like the, the Kevin Bacon character, um, in it. So definitely, you know, it, it's check. called it's called Tremors Island Fury. So it's not even like a it's not like a sequel or anything. It's li- oh, it's, it's not a reboot. It looks like it's a legitimate no. sequel. Yeah. Yep. That's because solid. he's been because so Michael Gross is you're talking about. That's the guy with the elephant gun. And I'm pretty sure he's been in every single Tremors there is because there's the Tremors, the original Tremors 2 Aftershock. Tremors, A Cold Day in Hell, Tremors 3, Back yeah. to Perfection, Tremors 5, Bloodlines, the Tremors TV <laughs> yeah. series in 2003, it, there's a, and there's a Tremors TV series, I think it was the, there was a new Tremors in 2018, too. It was a television reboot that actually had Kevin Bacon in it as well. Oh, and Fred Ward was in it, too. That's kind of shocking. Because Fred Ward is the one that was his buddy that was with them that you always see was on top of one of the roofs with them. I like him. I wonder if he's going to be in the new one. No. Was he? Did he pass away? No. I guess he's just not acting and nothing in the future. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's a. It, I'm. I kind of. I that first one scared me when I was a kid. I hated it. But hopefully, oh, yeah. we'll get into this one. Well, and it'll be. I wonder if any there'll be any strategic cameos in there. Or even like uncredited cameos. How was it? Johnny Depp was in the. Uh, he was uncredited, but in the. Um, oh, what the heck was the police one? Uh, uh, Twenty two Jump Street. Twenty one yep. Jump Street. Yeah, yeah. How he was in there, and you didn't really know. I mean, you kind of knew it was him, but not really because it wasn't you know a normal Johnny Depp type character. So, um, no, definitely check out the. Uh, the trailer i i enjoyed it and it like i said it, it's an interesting take on the movie so so we will uh i'll have to do that um whoa what the heck is that 
Okay. And so, yeah. So, uh, then we have the Disney stuff. So we have two things in Disney. We'll go with the, the one that everyone's been kind of mentioning. So you shared this article. I didn't go in too deep into it, but it said that Splash Mountain zippity Doodah has been removed from Disneyland. Um, did you read to see exactly what they did do it to remove it from the, from the ride? What are they going to do instead? Well, it's not removed from the ride. It's, well, it's removed from, and this is in Disneyland. It's removed from the music loop in the Esplanade and downtown Disney. So the Esplanade is the place, um, the big area in between Disneyland and uh, California Adventure. So they always have a loop of Disney songs running in the, uh, in the background right. and uh, on it. And don't ask me how somebody figured it out or if it was, you know, if somebody noticed it or that well there there is a channel that you can listen to all the park music as it's played from there so i'm sure someone has it playing at home and they noticed they never heard it and then they probably looked it up yeah uh and so the 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 weird thing about it is is just um so just i mean quick little background on it is that that was a an award-winning best original song in 1946, obviously from Song of the South, and we all know what's going on with that. Um, and it was 47 on AFI 100 Years and 100 Songs. So, I mean, it's, I mean, everybody knows it, obviously, because of whether it's from earlier with Song of the South or in the mid-'80s when they created Splash Mountain, and that was the, the song at the end there. Um, so on it, it's in the loop. It was it was typically played between the frozen melody and the ballad of Davy Crockett. Um, and in an o OC register piece that uh, one of the uh, authors down there, Brady McDonald, he got a response or Disney issued a statement and he picked it up. I don't know if it was he reached out and got a statement for them or Disney just put out a statement and they said the removal of the song from downtown Disney's background music is part of a continuous process to deliver in an, in, in deliver an environment that features stories that are relevant and inclusive. So, uh, and I mean, I get it. People are mad about it, but for me personally, um, it does have significant racist undertones. So, I mean, like we've learned we need to evolve with the time. So I'm okay with them removing it. They didn't even need to give an explanation. I know people are demanding it, but you know, personally it's just kind of like, well, just, 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 it's not going to ruin your life. You're not going to hear that song anymore. You know? Yeah, uh, no, no, exactly. And those that, things. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess they also uh, removed two mentions of song of the South from the splash mountain page on the Disneyland's website. So they're really. Um, I mean, they are going towards. They're not going to have it there anymore. It's going to be Princess Tiana and Princess and the Frog, which I need to watch. That the kids on a um, on a huge uh, uh, Moana, Moana. trip. Yeah, so I've been singing a lot of that stuff lately. Um, but 
I'm uh, I'm so looking. Can you, so, so uh, come on, let's get your welcome. Bust, bust no. it out. The wrong. No, can I, do I, it. I can't do that because if I do that, we might get in trouble. We might, we might have to pay for it. I'm not doing that. That's no, no. If if I'm you, you got to strategically miss a couple words in it, so that way you can't string it together. No, I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, and then lastly, the big thing we heard was that. Um, they are ready to open up the parks. Um, we've shared an article that they are, are currently, um, they are putting plexiglass up and doing all that stuff. And it's, it's, um, it's one of those things where I, I get kind of confused because, you know, Bob Iger is on the reopen California thing. So, you don't I, I don't know if he's making any effort to try and get any special treatment or, you know what I mean? Or what? I don't know what's going on but what i do know is that they have said they are going to be opening up as soon as they as soon as they can so they're t they're telling people right now hey we're open let's let's go ahead and do it so i mean we're gonna we're gonna see what happens i mean i i don't i personally don't know what they have left to do you know, because they've been saying that they have everything dialed in, but then again, they were just putting the plexiglass up last week. You would think they would have that done already. Maybe they didn't want to pay money for it. Maybe who knows? I have no idea. I just know that it's it's going to be a different experience. Um, I've said it time and time again, but why would you want to go? Why would they want to have the parks open if they can't guarantee that they're going to be at capacity? They're not going to be at capacity. They're going to be, you know, 25%. That's not very, that's not very many people. That's not no. very many. People. Well, so, what's, yeah. what's their full capacity? 80, 75. I think they shut it down. I think the, the limit well, like is like 83. 60. No, I think it's like seventy-two thousand. They stop it at because they have to have fluctuation for employees as well. For everyone else, yeah, right. So just, you know, seventy-five at twenty-five percent capacity. You know, I, I'm no mathematician, but that's not going to be no that that much. I mean, that's like paying for a private ticketed event, or not private, but paying for those ticket events that they have after hours, or they shut down the parks early for the. You know, not oogie boogie bash or Halloween parties or, or any of those ones. I'm sure that's probably closer to what the capacity is. And a lot of people love going to those because uh, there isn't that many people in the park. And a lot of the rides are walk-ons, except for maybe a couple of the major ones. But even that, instead of being two hours long, it's maybe a half hour long. It's like, oh, man. You, you tell me to stand in line for two hours versus a half an hour. Half an hour will seem like 10 minutes. So, but, but it's interesting, like you said, with putting up the plexiglass in the front, I'm wondering if that's the last thing that they want to put up to make sure, because that's, you see that. And at walking, you know, I know a couple of buddies and watching videos when you're walking, because downtown Disney's still open, that you could go to the front gates at DCA but at Disneyland, they have it roped off where you can't, because I think there's planners there around the um, monorail beams. You can't mm -hmm. go past those. They have it roped off. So you can't go to the front gate at, or last I saw, 
um, you can't go up to the front gates at Disneyland. So a lot of people, I mean, you could get these long telescoping cameras like they got for football games and photo shoots. I think I've seen a couple people up close by. So, I mean, maybe it's just a certain spot they go to. Yeah, maybe on like the, the sides or something. But I know like the very front where they have the floral Mickey. Like I said, last I saw it, you couldn't walk up right to it. And that, like I said, that may have changed now. But with installing the plexiglass, with that being the only thing you could see from the front, just in general, even if you were to walk up to the gates, um, I would suspect that would be the last thing that they would put up uh, in preparation for the reopening because everyone can see that. And then you yeah, get everyone. They don't want to get start, everyone's hopes up. Yeah. You know, start talking and everything about it where they could be. Do- I mean, you could, no, there really isn't hardly any outdoor cues. Um, there maybe Dumbo and a couple other ones, but you can't see those where everyone else could put the barriers up like they do uh, at Disney World, but they're all inside. So even mm-hmm. if you did have an aerial view of it, you're not going to see it because it's either covered or it's actually inside. You may be able to see markings on the ground where they say stand here, don't stand here. Um, but everything else can be done indoors and shoot, they could have had that done a month ago when they were ready to reopen on uh, July 17th. So I think with their, they're off the orange, they just came off this week of the orange County list. So, and, and I know with all the other theme parks down there, not sea world. Um, uh, oh, what's magic mountain. That they they're got, all they got Legoland, they got Universal Studios. Yeah, Legoland, Universal Studios. That I, a lot of them are open as far as like, you know, you got Downtown Disney's open. Knotts has their uh, marketplace open. Uh, Universal has their uh, what the heck is it called? Like their walk open. I can't remember what they call it. But it's stuff's open as as much as it can be, just not any of the entertainment aspect of it or the rides. So with this coming off of Orange County, now obviously Orange County only affects uh, Disneyland. It's not Universal, not Magic Mountain, not SeaWorld or Legoland. I don't know if Knott's is in um, Orange County or not. I can't remember. I think it is, and I know that they they are... um... They are actually uh, doing something a little bit different. They have the because they have great chicken there. Um, yeah. So the Northbury Farm restaurant is open, and they have a lot of different ways for you to eat there. And I think that's what they're trying to hope is that they have that kind of laid out, and that will assist them in getting like reopened faster Enjoy. because they have a yeah. plan in place. Yeah. No. Exactly. And like you said, you have Bob Iger on it, and he's you know not only wanting to he I'm I'm sure he wants to see all of the theme parks succeed because if not, he, it's all going to come back to him. Like, Hey dude, you could run Disneyland, but you can't even open us up right properly or however it's going to happen. Granted, they could open and like in Florida where everyone was mad at them opening because they had, you know, then the numbers went up, but the plan of opening was set in place well before those numbers went up. So it just happened to be that when they opened, you know, numbers, numbers went up, uh, and universal who opened a, you know, a couple weeks before them, you don't hear anything about them because when they opened up, 
the numbers weren't going up. So right, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I mean, if the, if they're going to do it, they're going to do it right, especially in California, um, where it seems like they're uh, always a little bit more stringent, just uh, you know the nature uh, of the state and whoever's uh, in charge. But you know, that's that's the California way. So they're not going to open up until they're ready. And especially with it being Disney, um, we already saw it in Florida that where they, you know, hey, Universal, you want to open up? Hey, that's, you know, go for it. We'll we'll do it a couple of weeks after you or even a a month after after you. So uh, we'll see, you know, who knows what could happen between now and next week or within a month. I mean, you got Labor Day coming up. I think what last time they said that, once they get the green light that they could do it within 14 days. And I know we, there's always talk with their unions on uh, all the different unions that work at Disney and making sure that they have the proper precautions or negotiating what they need uh, for them to the employees to safely come back and what the union's going to provide and what Disney's going to provide. So um, haven't really seen anything as far uh, or read anything as far as a lot of cast members being asked back. Um, I know that there was some uh, job applications open, I think, for uh, Avengers Campus and getting actors um, through that. But that's gonna gonna happen anyways so we shall we shall see what happened and who knows there could be enough cast members there already uh ready to go and then all of a sudden it's like oh but hey we're we're opening in a couple weeks and we've already done a little bit of training or whatnot with the cast members that have come and gone so that way it's well, that's, running. that's not going to happen because they just announced they were extending the furlough of all the people. So, yeah, that's not going to happen. You know, yeah, it's going to be. Uh, it's it's going to be right now. It's it's going to be interesting to see what they do, because I know they're they're telling everyone the layoffs are going to be ongoing for a minute. And yeah, it's it's going to be definitely something that I don't know. I'm hopeful it gets open fast, but we want to make sure that they're safe. We safe, want to make sure yeah. everyone is doing everything correctly. So, and um, any the, of you, if any of you go to Disney World, like I know Connor, he gave up his pass, so he's not going anymore. But if anyone else does, let us know how it is. Let us know, you know, um, how it's going because you know there's so much stuff out there that people don't know and don't see and so people freak out and think oh you know i'm not gonna go because it's this or that but i've seen so many people having so much fun it's been really awesome yeah exactly and one last thing how you're saying the employees got furloughs or the um people that had or uh the hotels were before they push them back a month at a time where now they're only pushing them back, I think it was like a week or two weeks at a time. So kind of leads me to believe that, um, you know, opening sooner rather than later. What sooner is, I don't know. They canceled all the Halloween parties. They're not going to have any nighttime um, shows, phantasmic fireworks, parades, anything like that. So, right, right. Um, 
We'll see. I mean, the plexiglass is, uh, uh, you know, a step in the right direction. They got to get that up before anybody else comes in because, I mean, you're giving your ticket or your pass or your phone or whatever. The cast member has to scan something for you to get in. So you're in close contact with them. So, I mean, that's that's step one just to get into the park. So Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. Um, I am optimistic that they're gonna handle it all right. Uh, but yeah. I mean, who I, knows? I I hope they do because that park is, you know, a lot of locals that go there. Therefore, a lot of pass holders. So I just hope with what ever system they use whether you know i'm sure it's going to be some type of reservation system like they did with walt disney world is that it's everyone has at least a fair chance of getting into the park especially if you have some sort of pass you know now i'm not not saying I don't know, man. They you, didn't do that for Disney World, so you, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not saying that you get special privileges or anything like that. You know, first, you know, you know, first shot at it. I think the ones that have first shot at it are, um, in my opinion, the one that actually bought tickets and got cancellation or had hotel reservations and got canceled. I mean, they should get first shot on it because some of them they could be saving for years if not you know this is our one trip in 10 years to to go here or as a graduation present to uh, you know my niece nephew daughter son for high school uh right you know, with 18 years for it so um but uh, you know it's you know i i just i'm sure the first week is going to be crazy and hopefully it kind of dies down a little bit after that and that's but, how it was, that's how it was at Disney World. So you know, yeah. But if if you can go, go. Let us know how it is. We can't go because we have real jobs and stuff like that. Um, basically, we could, we could only see the park. We can't get into the park, unlike it, Florida. Exactly, exactly. So um, that was a long one tonight, Tim. We did we did good work on that one. Um, so make sure to go to all our social media platforms, facebook.com slash FOMOcast, Twitter, FOMO underscore cast, and FOMO podcast on Instagram. Um, if you want to add me on Xbox, add Grizzle CEO. Um, actually, I think it's a little bit different than um, uh, my Insta. Rick, I think my Insta is Grizzle underscore CEO. I think it is. Um but so it just grizzle CEO on Xbox. You search it, I'll pop up and you can add me. We can have some fun, play some games. No, it's it is Grizzle CEO, same way. No spaces, no nothing on on Instagram. So let's have some fun. Let's play some video games. Um, and then make sure you go to all of our social media platforms, facebook.com slash FOMOcast, Twitter, FOMO underscore cast, FOMO podcast on Instagram. And then also make sure you go to our YouTube, which I'll start posting some uh, different oh, box opening videos. Uh, every you know couple of days, I'll put a new one up. I'll obviously be wearing the same clothes. So I record them all at once. And you can hear me talk to Tim through the, through the computer as he's watching me on Twitch. Now, if I send you just a random box, will you open it? No, that's not the way oh. this works. Yeah, I think I'm helping. I'm helping you out here, man. Content. 
Whatever. Well, so for the FOMO cast, I'm Chris. I'm Tim. And we'll see you next time.